The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Good morning. This is Dwayne Henry. We're back. I'm filling in for Neville James this week. And analyze this, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And uh, we're here with former Senator uh, Positive Nelson. But on the line, we have the great Raymond Williams out of Grove Place. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Brother? I'm doing well. I know you're tired. You're being up all night. I could hear it in your voice, but I wanted to make sure you, you talk to the people for a couple of minutes at least and, and let them know what's going on. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. Um, morning to you and your, um, your audience, and thanks for the opportunity. Um, today, as you know, it's a, a great day in history again. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we're sir. celebrating the life and times of uh, our Black Moses, Govia, and like you. Mm-hmm. So, like, we don't say, but they say you come from Yeah. Know, but we we we, we don't celebrate. He made a name in Grove and in the West. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. yeah so anyway, um, so we um, this year, as, as as usual, we're we're celebrating the life and times, the history of, and everything that this man has been to us as a people in the Virgin Islands, mm-hmm. and we more so celebrated all the good things that he's done for this community. You know, doing I don't know. And I'm sure you know, because you, you, you know a lot of history of growth and places and secrets. Mm-hmm. But, you know, most people know him as an author, uh, a, a, a councilman, mm-hmm. a judge. They know him as a lot of the things. Mm-hmm. I think his greatest role was that of a, a labor leader. And, and being able to, to transition us from what kind of mega uh, economy on a mega time. Mm-hmm. Where we live for 10 cents a day. Mm-hmm. Right? We're top to 35 cents. That's a big jump in them days. Yeah. So, you know, that that is one of his, one of the greatest accomplishments that he did by going to Denmark, meeting with the king then and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And coming back with our good news, we celebrate Liberty Day in Grove. Specifically because when he came back, he brought that message back that things were going to change. Right. And it was dealing with the, the, the laborers mm-hmm. in those days. And the bandstand there. You know? And, and hence why, you know, somebody asked me, why do we do it in Grove? Well, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't answer that specifically. All I know is that I grew up bad ways, grew up knowing <laughs> it, taking place in Grove. I remember the, the activity being at St. Patrick's School, Churchyard, in, in Fredericksburg one time, as a little boy, mm-hmm. I remember being held at St. Joseph um, School, High School, mm-hmm. when, when they had the auditorium back in the day. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's probably been held in different places, but mm-hmm. I think traditionally because of growing a centralized meeting point mm-hmm. for um, when, when they would have labor, right. mm-hmm. river, mm-hmm. and all these different communities. Right. And the, 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 Bentley, the, uh, the, far, yeah.
under the baobab tree. Right. You know? Yeah. But before, you know, before we are right. Yeah. But you know, positive got. Uh, uh, um, I think yeah, he going to weigh in on that. So good morning, good morning, Raymond. How are you doing? They, hey, hey, I good, I good, I good. The land we gotta remember that when the Saint Croix Labour, when he purchased, when the Saint Croix Labour Union acquired land, a lot right. of that land. That's, right. that's why the plots in Grove, if you notice, know, are small plots. Mm-hmm. What they did is they deeded land to the members, mm-hmm. and the members paid right. a fee, simple, absolute, yes. to their dues. So mm-hmm. a lot of the, they, yes. he allowed. That's why he allowed, allowed. Let's say home ownership. That was one mm-hmm. of the first home ownership program, not only in the Virgin Islands but in the United Correct. States. Imagine uh, you know? that. So and Correct. and so that's Correct. why a lot of that was the central focal point mm-hmm. where a lot of the land and you know the Saint Croix Labour Union acquired over four thousand yeah, acres. I know um, yep, yep. Um, this, this, this gentleman his name was um Raymond Pedro. Yes I spoke mm-hmm. about Raymond Pedro earlier yeah okay yeah they write right their mutual Raymond homes. Pedro. Yeah they, they, right they, they were the, 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 the people that control the land. Right. One of my aunts up to today mm-hmm. are descendants of um uh generations that Got land and, mm-hmm. and they paid a little bit at a time. Yeah, you know, she yeah. gave us. She used to tell us how they used to come along with this copy book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, if you remember Dembo Kana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so by Dembo Kana is what they used to meet. To right, you got to pay. Yeah, in the day. Yeah, right? and and, so, and you know, Ray man, point, yeah. you got. You the, know, you... That's, that's, huh? No, I want to add something quick. A lot of people fail to realize Grove was like the tall tongue and St. Croix, you know. There was a time when Grove had the Grove had their own police station. No, but Grove was like the tall tongue. Grove had their own police station and think back in the day. Police um, station, fire station, fire yeah. station. Um, we named Plaskett was a police um, chief dung in Grove years ago. Yeah, Dean grandfather. So it was a strong black community then. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, because of what which, was happening which, then. Which are um, Pastor Briscoe Guy Church now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, 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 his parents and grandparents. Mm-hmm. They used to have a shop right on the corner. They, they had a, literally had a yard pump mm-hmm. right there in Grove. Before, the, the only other yard station after that that I know in my lifetime, when I was a child, that ever came around <clears throat> was out by um where where the market then out the one yeah 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 Katsuma out there this this one guy mm-hmm. he used to be um, a senator I forget his name now but he he opened that first gas station mm-hmm. right on that corner and go before any other shop was with the marketplace all of that yeah yeah back, you know right yeah man growers growers thriving back in the day. Yeah. And, and as you know, Grove is known as also known between Grove and the Vogue and then uh, tried mm-hmm. towards La Valley. Yeah, know, yeah, the direct connection to, to La Valley and, 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 you know, and Upper Love fruit, Fountain. Up Grove and, and um, if we're going to Annali, you're going to. Yeah. Annali is labor union. Yes, yeah. Annali yeah. 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 is labor so, union. But yeah, so there, there's so much rich history. Yes, when absolutely. I tell people, when people are they mocking me and making fun of me, but I tell them, I come from Fredrickson. I come from Groove. Groove yeah. and, and, and that is absolutely symbolic to me, you know? Yeah. And, and being holding on my I guess. No, no, no. Everybody no. take what they want to take. Right, I come yeah. from Groove. Right. You know what I mean? I'm a proud person. I'm mm-hmm. a nationalist like that. Yes, you know? absolutely. What time the event start down there today? Right? Yeah, where we got? Um, one o'clock. One o'clock. Mm-hmm. One o'clock. You have a, a program and agenda to tell us about. Yeah, it, 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 it's 
basically the same program that we, you know, the same format. Um, the governor is not going to be there. The Senate president is not going to be there because they're on to Namas, Attendant Lloyd Williams, former Senator Lloyd oh, Williams. Is, yeah, you know, yeah. okay. so they won't be there. But the lieutenant governor, mm-hmm. believe it or not, I... I said, don't I have man. I saw him at an event, mm-hmm. and I said, I was a couple of, maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, would you do us the our keynote speaker? Now, mm-hmm. that's unusual. Yes. Because you don't ask government officials to do that distinct honor. Right. You are trying to find people in the community. Right. But because of his oratorical skills, mm-hmm. because of his knowledge and history, mm-hmm. and, and the person that he is, I asked him to, hey, I said, look, I actually do me a favor and do this thing this year. And he accepted. We do so share occupation, you know. Three things, you know. <laughs> you're back with self, you're back with a bath. You're back as our keynote speaker. And there in addition to him, um, um, Senator Angel Bolkes mm-hmm. is representing Senate President Francis. Okay. And then we have um, our illustrious delegate who is always there, mm-hmm. always there, always there. She got better. I'm not saying you're doing under age drinking, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, Red House Jackson, mm-hmm. and we need. And, you know, I mean, I could just name names, but we, right. we eventually so many, became yeah. a part of that, that woven, mm-hmm. that woven class. Right, know? yeah. And now dress. we were now trying to continue that tradition. Of course. I made a commitment <clears throat> to my mother many years ago. I said, look, as long as you are alive, I'm going to be a part of this thing, mm-hmm. right? And I tell people, my mother closed her tomorrow. Somebody does have step up here because <laughs> this is my commitment. Right there. Uh, so my talk- dedication to my family and to my parents. But right. 
we really need our younger people to step up yes. and become a part. I, I say this thing every year mm-hmm. without fail. One of these. Like one or two that will come around. But people, young people don't want to do the hard work. Right. You know? Well, one of these days, man. One of these days. <laughs> That's just one of these days. You know, but uh, we really appreciate you and the, the other members of the committee. Yeah, even though you got some Yankee and then Denise Lewis that thinks she's a Grovian and thing, but uh, <laughs> you know, I have to give her she's a chance. She's an edger, she's an edger, but she comes back over. Okay? Yes, I know. That's because of that, but. Uh, is it, we really appreciate our, Yes, I know because I tried to call her this morning and I don't know, answer, but I don't know what she would do. Um, but we really want to thank you guys. I know you're busy and you're tired and you gotta go back. Um, so that we, we got the the um the schedule done one o'clock. All roads lead to Grove, and I know you got some people gotta lay something before Brown family got done. I lay something across the street there. Um, lay earlier and you know, so. If you got on there now, we got things going on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. People are done set up. Right. Telling where, what are doing there. Mm-hmm. All right, we thank you very Welcome much. Oh, hey, guys, have a great day. Okay, oh, yeah, thanks ahead, a lot. Thank you, okay. I'm about to celebrate this man, that this true leader, this Absolutely. hero, this Black Moses of ours, right? Yes, Absolutely. Sure. Yes. Okay. All right, positive right. take it easy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Take care, respect. Okay, that was Raymond Williams, um, Latry Director and um, Grovian Extraordinaire. <laughs> Filling a scene. We're going back now to um, Positive Nelson and continue. We talk about um, what's going on with cannabis. What's going on with cannabis? Well, again, a, a great opportunity, I feel, you know. So so we, 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 we have some time, man, so that we're hoping that in. By in January, a, a patient, or maybe late December, a patient mm-hmm. registry is going to open. You mm-hmm. know, patients who are qualified in some kind of way or the other can, you know, uh, uh, register. Uh, we should hopefully in some time around March, uh, we put out a, a seed, seed, seed the sale contract. Where you know, RFP is going to go out for these. Uh, you know, what's taking long? Just to explain to people. Is, you know, in government, unfortunately, the bureaucracy <laughs> of government getting mm-hmm. if, when you draw up a contract language, it has mm-hmm. to go to a couple of agencies to make right. sure of all these things, and then come back and mm-hmm. it's taking. So, if you consider that the law was signed in January, right, and we're now in October, and people saying taking a long time, but almost in all places where this thing got legal. It took about uh, two, three, four, Absolutely. five years before Absolutely. it actually got to actual. Absolutely. So we're trying to, you know, because we have some models to follow, we're trying to, to move mm-hmm. along, you know, as hastily as possible. But, you know, and there's been some challenges with the board being stagnant for a while because mm-hmm. of board membership. Believe it or not, and, and, and I know this, and I guess I, I might have been a, a culprit to some instance, people are deadly afraid of going in front of the darn legislature yeah. for, for mm-hmm. confirmation. Yeah, know? nobody wants to be subjected to... And, and, and even though... And, you know how it look, works. Look, You've been there. Look, and both from both Somebody sides, got look, Texas look, senator no, and said, hey, you're fighting out to use your BTY for something. From, from, from both sides, I know it because I know yeah. it from being in the yes, Senate House true. and <laughs> I know it from having to go in front yeah. of them and that's why... You know the deal. A lot of people wondered, oh, Pastor, how come when you're sitting there and they're talking all that junk when you're a commissioner, why you didn't tell them about yourself? I said, because I'm in their courtroom. They're going to let them... True and true, say whatever. Mm-hmm. Just when I get a proper platform, say you right. right. Mm-hmm. So some of it is, you know, some of them used to say, "Oh, you used to do it." No, I did. When I, I was, when I was digging, I was digging. Mm-hmm. I wasn't digging out a person's business. I was right. asking questions about performance. But and, and, and that's anyway, fine. Yeah, you know, right. but but there's a lot of you know. We know. Mm-hmm. We know. 
that there's going to be at least one senator to go ask some quite personal. Yeah, right. and, and, and it may be relevant, it may not be relevant, but nobody wants to go there. Well, and, and, you know? Which is true, exactly. And, and like we were talking about earlier, not because somebody says something or do something silly, you got to repeat it. So because I send them on a goodie, I don't have to go there with him. Exactly. You like, like, he said I, I, have a, yeah, I have a choice how I respond. Exactly. Got, that's what I want to so I'm practicing that a lot more. For her. Still in 100. Yeah. 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 Well, because you want to clap back, you know? Because it's, yeah. it's human. It's, it's, yes, it's, it's yes, human. Yes, it's yes. human to, to want yes. to get a response. You want to clap you know, back. So right now, they, they, as you know, the comment period is over, and the, the summarization of the feedback we've gotten during the comment period has been it's been summarized and then right. it's going to be contemplated as to what what are warranted you know <coughs> amendments that we might and this is to the rules and the regs right there are some changes that need to some amendments need to be to the law mm -hmm. because I guess some oversights in there because remember what they did when when and having been there mm -hmm. when you repeal and reenact yeah. and you don't and you change up things or don't mm -hmm. consider or you overlook some things mm -hmm. that uh, an initial mm -hmm. uh, an initiative had in yes. you know then you yes. you create some so, unintended yeah consequences yes right yes, so yes. so some of that occurred mm -hmm. so those things have to be right. cleaned up by the legislature right. so you know but an RN as far as the executive branch the governor he this is high energy priority you know get right. it done get it done I'm quite sure many people knocking on his door mm -hmm. the cannabis trend as we see me for one I mean uh, hey man it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, I thought when I pursued it then I also I was like okay we need money in the economy here's a low hanging fruit yeah you would marijuana people gonna act like and wanna blame me they would be like oh they marry me positively they marry you you bring in marijuana to the Virgin Islands don't I wish don't I wish I would have been like a Steve Jobs thank you because you were the first one what yeah lots of other people make money off of I mean so let's face it so the idea is and then that's another conversation we're having which is gonna be hard because so you talk about the people who are who've been doing it under the radar. They call them legacy growers. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And how do you include them? And mm -hmm. you know how? You, and it's hard. It's hard. How do you it ask people to come hard. out from under the radar for many reasons? And, and then what are you gonna do to me when I come out? Right. Now? So that's why a lot of people are mm -hmm. very, very skeptical. A lot right. of legacy. And I'm in the middle of the road. We mm -hmm. break coming up. Yeah, we got yeah. break coming up. Okay. We, when we come back, I got a couple hard questions for you. Oh, lot. You ain't getting after easy. Bring it, bring it. Bring okay. It, bring it. All right. We we'll see you in a few. of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. 
he said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry, and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. Everybody, this is Dwayne Henry back on Analyze This, filling in for Neville James. Before I go back to Senator Nelson, let me get a quick plug for um, WTJX Presents, The Return of the Taste of Two Islands, a culinary feast for the season, and that's on December 14th, 6 to 10 p.m. at the MCM Center, which is an activity school. Early bird tickets available until November 14th, and they're $50. Uh, they're available at Chelsea Drug Store, Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha, Haven Site. Bonitas Cantina in Niski. It could also be purchased online through PayPal at wtjx.org slash taste or call 340-774-6255. That's sponsored by First Bank, uh, Bellows International, uh, Cardo, the Virgin Islands Lottery, Virgin Islands Housing Finance Authority, West Indies uh, Company, Antilles School, and Cardo. Uh, Senator Nelson was just here, um, Zar Nelson, uh, <laughs> telling us about, you know, that uh, he was giving us a timeline, but I wanted to get this in here because I, I want to have some clarification for the people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's been c- confusion on the personal use and possession. And I know the legal answers, uh, of course, you know, I, I know how to, you know, if I have a client, how to, um, Represent them in court, you know, they were to get arrested. But the you know, the VIPD has a series of public service announcements, and it seems contradictory to what's in the law. Uh, the, the the law allows for, and I, I know I read the, the law at the very end of the last chapter in in the law, the la- last law that was passed says that um, when it speaks to criminal possession, it says um, that. You know, with regards to the two ounces, that um, that that is effective upon signing of this act. 
The VIPD keeps telling people that they're waiting for rules and regulations in some of their PSAs. I think there's a confusion as to whether there's going to be rules or regulations for personal use or for the Okay, um, no, okay, the okay. okay good. good. Good question, and thank you for it. Okay, remember there's decriminalization. Absolutely. And up to now, decriminalization means that if you had an ounce, up to an ounce, that is not a criminal offense. Right. It's a ticketable it's a offense. Ticket. Right. You, you will get a $100 fine. At the time, it was a $100 fine. And mm-hmm. if you didn't pay it in 90 days, it went up to $200. Right. In this law that they recently passed, they mm-hmm. pretty much amended the Decrim Act. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in amending the Decrim Act, they went up from one ounce to two ounces. Right. That does not have to wait on rules and regs. That is basically saying an amendment to decriminalization that instead of one ounce, now mind you, it is still an offense. It is not saying that it's legal to have it. Mm. It is saying that the offense will not warrant giving you a criminal, criminal record. Criminal, right, exactly. Right? So it is saying you, the police still have the right to confiscate it. Right. You will still be fined. Mm-hmm. Um, and personal use, by the way, does not allow you to smoke in public. There's still a, 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 a and even even in buildings that might where an owner might want to, uh, you know, you still have to be a certain footage away from the entrance. Uh, you cannot smoke in any place, mind you, any place that have legalization doesn't really allow smoking in the general public, up and down John Q public. Uh, people came at me, of course, you know, I got to hear it too because, uh, oh, positive, this is nonsense. Uh, because they're the same commercial. Mm-hmm. S- smoking under the influence uh, or driving under the influence is still an offense, even with legalization. So, But to answer the question specifically, personalization or personal use means that up to two ounces, if you're found with up to two ounces of cannabis or cannabis concentrate or what have you, that, that you are, it will be, still be a ticketable offense. It, and that, and that law is in place now because that's an amendment to the Decrim Act. The, the, that was a separate initiative at the time. That's on a separate section of the code. It, it's not part of the Adult Use Act necessarily. I mean, it, it was thrown in there with the changes to various laws, mm-hmm. and that is inside there as well. So it's still, I think the final is $250. Okay, thanks. Thanks for that clarification. Uh, um, but with personal use, now here's a, a question that might be tied up in that. Does this law currently, as the language is, allow for personal growth? Now, that's another question. So the previous law allowed for 12 plant personal growth. That was taken out when they uh, put this back forward. And it's something that I'm very interested in being back in there. I'm talking to the boss and tell boss, you know, I, I feel as a, as, a, as a proponent of the legalization movement, it, 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 it is hard to accept any law that doesn't allow for personal growth. Because if we're going to allow for uh, up to two ounces to be decriminalized, allow me a chance to grow my two ounces, you know, I, I, this is not for sale. Right for personal consumption, mm. uh, you know, at age twenty-one, if I have property or or a, a landlord doesn't mind me having my my twelve plants, an adult should be able to have because is that going to take away from the from the dispensaries? No, not really, because people's going to still go and try stuff. You know, variation. You know, uh, you know. Um, I I think we should. You know, I never believe in reinventing the wheel. That's a thing with lawyers. Yeah. You know, we, you know, if, if there's precedence, we go with that. Yes, yes. You know, but the very few parts of the law, people get creative. And usually when you do, you don't win anyway. 
Uh, but Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia, mm-hmm. they legalized marijuana several years ago. And they have personal growth and personal use, of course. You can't smoke in public and in, you know, and in, in um, public businesses like restaurants and that kind of stuff. It's prohibited, but you can smoke in your home. But um, if, if they also have provisions that it's really weird that you could smoke in your home so long as it doesn't bother your neighbor. So, you know, of course, you know, that's why the company Gornish exists. You bought an incense. You know, you can't expect to smoke out the old woman that lives next door. So so we have to be careful with that. But one thing, the, 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 the personal grow uh, uh, provision in, in the D.C. law is so uh, well written that Current apartments, especially uh, condominiums, are being rent are being built with with, uh, with grow rooms. rooms. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was waiting to say They're that. Being built with grow rooms. It's six plans, and 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 they're part of the marketing. Exactly. In yes. DC, you know that there is a grow room so that people are, because. I mean that's just what's trending. That's what's happening. This this is not going backwards. You know this is mm-hmm. not no, this ain't no genie back in the bottle. So, and again, this is and that doesn't have anything to do with the. The selling law, that's a personal grow, personal consumption. That is, and and people, you know, we are afraid of ourselves as it relates to regulation. I know it, I know it. I mean, just from, you know, in, in February, while I was still the Commissioner of Agriculture during the fear, this guy walked up to me with a, a, a half a big joint in his hand. He was out, you know, and he's like, oh, uh, Commissioner, it's true that because it's legal, we could smoke in here in the fear. And I said, I said man, look around you. I said, this is a family event. I said, you want to smoke? Do like you all used to do and just go up in the back in the bush there and do your thing and come back. Why would you want to just smoke in the middle here? Because even if it was legal, children are here. Why would you do that? So, I, you know, there's, there's some of these renegades, let's call them that, people roguish who want to be bold about, oh, illegal, so they want to stand up on the middle of the boardwalk and say something and da, 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 da. I mean, the truth is we have to respect others. And ain't every time like me, I arrest a man, I don't mind smoke. But if I out to lunch and I'm working in the office and I going out to lunch, I, 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 if I go in a restaurant, I don't, even if it is, whatever, me and somebody, you can get into it because it was lunch, I was a senator and I'm like, hey, man, I got to go back to the office. You know, and this was a guy, wasn't somebody from UK, it was somebody that was just there shopping. Oh. And I said, man, you go cross there, I don't want to smell like that because I got to go back work. Oh, you're a fraud, you're a hypocrite. No, I ain't no fraud, no hypocrite. I gotta go back. I can't go back to work smelling like weed. Mm-hmm. You get it? I'm already arrested, but I'm already up against the green. So we have to be respectful of this thing. And the idea of, you know, freedom of use, you know, it's, it's one of those, you know, rights act as far as cannabis is concerned. You know, right. For years, families have been, you know, and, and, and we were talking before the break about the legacy grows. Where people have been gotten in trouble, spending jail time, families separated. I mean, that was might have been the breadbringer in in the family, and and you know, and here what we're trying to do now is what we call legacy growers, and that's the. We want to try to make an opportunity for legacy growers, but I don't foresee many legacy growers popping up above the radar. Um, for several reasons in small communities, you know, you're afraid that somebody might figure you're doing. And you know, around here. Growers are less afraid of, of, of the authorities. They're more afraid of the homeboys robbing them. You know? Absolutely. Let's be truth. I mean, you know, I, 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 I listen to a lot of hypocrisy thrown at government outside here, but the truth is, you know, your own homeboys is doing it to you. <laughs> Ain't even the police. <laughs> you know, you grow it. And about sometimes the person that's growing with you, 
they, they know it's they timing it with you and, and beating you to the harvest. You, Those you, things, at least legalization, at least have, have allow an opportunity for people who want to step forward mm-hmm. to have a legitimate way to complain if something like that happens. That's where they say, well, does it reduce crime? Yeah, because right now illegal. If you have me and I have no, we, I can't go to the law for you. I mean, I come in for you myself. That's mm-hmm. a problem. So the law being in a legal realm allows you protection by the same law. So, you know, people ask questions or federal government or are we going to allow to travel back and forth with it from here to St. Thomas. Well, no, you can't take a pong on your thing to go, you go across to St. Thomas. But it's the proper way to, 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 to package and send mm-hmm. through the, the processes which will be allowed by the directed by the OCR, mm-hmm. you know, as far as commercial vessels. But yeah, you can't go on your private vessel taking no, why taking it to a dispensary in St. Thomas? In, <laughs> in, in, you know what I'm saying? So people got to be realistic in what they're saying here. Um, I think the Virgin Islands gets to have a great opportunity because most places didn't provide like this law provides for cannabis lounges you know and when you go in those places up there you gotta buy your stuff and go home if you're in a hotel you're hot you right know, yeah. you, you, you can't need it in the hotel mm-hmm. yeah i've seen some of my homies when we went on this trip a trip up there that we, we went to the spend people we people we didn't have to go to the dispensaries the places we visited were giving us things you know we had right. navigation and i went with two restaurants one from st thomas one from st croyan I, I, it was just funny to see Rastaman trying to do smoke weed in the coal outside because he couldn't do it in the hotel, you know, while looking over the shoulder. So we have lounges, which is a great thing here to enjoy the Caribbean warmness and, you know, be able to sit and in, in, in outside uh, type areas and, and, and relax. And I, I, I see us still having a niche, even though we're we coming in a little late, you know, 36 states or so, you know, 11 or 12 fully legal 36 medicinal uh we coming in late but i think there's room for us and what i'm really looking for and this is why i'm, I'm encouraging the governor to let's be we i think certain of our, our events are what's going to be part of the whole tourist attraction because we're in the caribbean sun-grown cannabis is still as a big thing it, it's it's harder you probably know you're fighting against a lot of things pests environment or what have you but and I heard of one of an elder, he's passed away, bless his heart, you know him pretty well. Man, I could call him me dead. You know, I mean, heck, he always told me, pass don't study what they say. You know, you always got to go back to the seed and nothing could beat the sun. So, you know, a lot of people cloning and stuff to get surety of, of reproducing mm. the same strains or whatever, whatever. But every once in a while, you got to go back to the root. And check. And so I, I ain't no master girl or none, but I've had to study and learn and understand what it is I'm dealing with. And I see... And I've already seen mine because I'm, I'm, I'm the czar, okay? I'm mm. stuck in the middle. I've seen some legacy girls have exposed themselves to me and show me their product, giving me samples of their product, which I give to some of my homies to, to check out for me. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I want you to talk a, bit, uh, a few minutes about the... Um, uh, you, you all have a... Um, what's the, the site? Uh, Amsterdam, the, the university? Oh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. So, so there was a so Oaksterdam, we've in collaboration with the Oaksterdam and UVI is getting on board, and they're actually gonna have a they, they're grafting a new program right now that UVI is gonna facilitate for Oaksterdam. So, you'll get the Oaksterdam certificate so that we can get some hands on training because hands on is important. But we've worked out that the governor promised and the bill, it's in the bill, which the, the government is gonna provide some training so that at least people who aren't now, mind you, this is a private practice, so if you're interested in something, you should go get 
facilitate your try to find out what you're getting into. But here, the government of the Virgin Islands, and this is unlike many other places, are paying for training for individuals again because we, in the, in the name of equity, we know people with money could do what they want to. The government is sponsoring a sixty percent of the cost to Oxfordam right now, and it's an online training. Uh, and the thing is, four category areas. Uh, UVI have some true UVI cell have some uh, training online training right now. They're about to uh, complete their, their their curriculum to with Oxfordam to offer this training and there's going to be some in the near future some you know conversations some uh presentations we're going to bring in people to just because we did a lot of this during the, the the campaign to for legalization as you know what this was done by to our efforts myself my office and whatever sponsors we will get uh, but now government is taking that role of doing it so that the people are, are informed and are able and can have those certificates because at the end of the day if i'm coming to you I mean, besides you giving me a product to taste or something, mm-hmm. how do I know you 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 are qualified to to any of the things you say? How do we know you know what you're talking uh, about? Right, basically. you know. So, uh, you know, this is where you get some, and then there's a lot of jobs. People got to understand that in the cannabis industry, there's a lot of jobs besides just growing and selling. You know, people instead of a bartender, there's a bud tender. You know, when you go into these places, they make you feel like King Tut because. They cater to your your ones. Uh, full disclosure, I've actually signed up for the Oxford Bud Tender course. I just thought <laughs> I'd let you know. Congratulations, that. because yes. then, because <laughs> then now you be, you get some level of expertise in saying, you know, what would be the okay, hey. What are you feeling like positive? What you say you want to stay up and watch a movie? Well, this strain here because this is such and such and this mixed with such and such. Are you giving like the, the the strains that what which comprise of this particular strain in front of you? And that's the beauty of this thing is like going to a wine a, a winery or something where you have different flavor, different you know mixtures that give you different feelings. And cannabis is no less cannabis is even more intriguing, you know. Uh, and so I I see. The Virgin Islands, the Caribbean in general, really jumping uh, and getting their niche in it still. Cannabis is really a, 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 a Caribbean commodity. Yes, I, feel. I, 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 I agree. And, and the, the idea of we importing weed in from the States is like, <laughs> oh, I mean, you know what? <laughs> so, and that's under the legal reign, you know. So I, I really look forward to us continuing to push forward. I am going to try to facilitate a meeting and it's going to have to be an invite only with legacy growers. I'm putting it out there now. It's not to arrest. It's not to it's all hear from you how you, we, you can, we can get you involved without you exposing yourself at random like that. You know, because, you know, it's hard. It's hard. I know it's well, hard. Well, you, you know, we're going to talk about that. You know, me as an attorney, I can speak about that. <laughs> right. it, it is great that. But um, I'm going to just mention it when we come back after this break. Okay, Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street. 
the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry. And the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Fredericksted Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Good morning. We're back with uh, Positive Nelson speaking about all things cannabis this morning and analyze this uh, Liberty Day, November 1 in the Virgin Islands. Uh, before we uh, think, I want to just mention real quick, WTJX is introducing the news feed. And it's a new, um, it, uh, it's going to be part of the WTJX FM cycle. The WTJX news feed is your go-to destination for local radio news provided comprehensive coverage. So look out for that weekdays on this station at 5 p.m. And you can also listen live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on the WTJX app, or also the NPR app available in Google Play and Apple stores and all that good stuff. But we're talking, before we went to break, uh, we were mentioning about legacy growers. And, you know, as an attorney... And, and, you know, I have clients, of course, that um, that previously were involved in, in, you know, arrested for marijuana offenses and, and you know, have questions about if they could go back into the business now legally and stuff like that. And there's a lot of consternation, for lack of a better term, by a lot of these legacy growers. A lot of them um, involves taxes. Um, it, it, like uh, Positive just mentioned, there's also, you know, the, a lot of these guys are underground. And, um, you know, the, for them to come out into the open now might invite, 
you know, um, yeah, yeah exactly that kind of stuff. Place, yeah. yeah, so that's a concern for some people. Even though we'd like to get, you know, I know you've been working hard with trying to get these these legacy growers in, but yeah. it's a, quite a task. So we've been having and and so monthly there's a there's a meeting happening, and I have this place Serenity's Nest. So there's this thing called we we give ourselves a name of commu- cannabis community conversation. Mm-hmm. So these are individuals who are. Have various interests in the and we just generalize it like that. That way, and nobody has to specifically say I'm a grower, right? right? So to, that anyway, you have cannabis interest that there's a conversation the first Sunday of every month at about three o'clock. Oh, yeah, okay. come, you know. So we, and the idea is to try to invite, and it's a nice, cool setting. It really, yeah. we ideas doing people doing, we just talk cannabis, what we like to see, what we and but you know, I need to have a formal type meeting, and it has to be in, invite only, of course, uh, of individuals who. Because some have again privately exposed themselves, uh, mm-hmm. shown me things, shown me pictures. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, that's what I'm and saying. Some a people, lot of and, and we have what what people don't. We always say I, I hear some people saying it. Ah, oh, people don't hear can't grow like they grow in the states. And I'm like, if you don't, if you don't kind of crack a bull, you talking just <laughs> can of put a can on that right now, you know. And this is somebody who I've been to dispensaries, I've been to grow places across uh, about three, four states, and you know I've seen some of the good quality stuff. And there are growers here in in Saint Croix in Saint Thomas who who I've met who are good. I mean. I mean, as a matter of fact, most people don't know that we've won uh, VI stuff. I've quietly won cannabis cups in yeah, America. I was just going to mention that here yeah, about these cannabis cups. Yes, I, mean, I, I, I was going to mention that. So, so you know, I, I, I see. So, Legacy Grow is going to be big for us because uh, remember, in the law itself has this 30 day, and that's a very interesting thing in our law. This is very interesting. Uh-huh. They're going to turn their head, and I still don't understand what it fully means. But this is going to be a, a 30 day no look window. In other words, oh. where you get your startup from, they're not going <laughs> to. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> I, people, you can. Yeah. You, you got to give uh, kudos mm-hmm. to, the, to the Virgin Islands senators in trying to consider their population. Okay? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, you know, we got to beat up ourselves, but we don't look at the good that we try to do. And remember, this is against going up against a constitution. This is going up against, mm-hmm. uh, we, we are under the federal government. So mm-hmm. we can't just do things our own way. We, we're not that liberated here. Okay, we we we're not that autonomous. We 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 are semi-autonomous when it comes to the U.S. and we have to do things within. Like this guy cost me on the duty. He went down the road to I had to tell him about himself. He gonna get mad. Why? What's? Uh, I mean, why can't he grow weed like he growing tomato? I tell ah. him, well, this is a regulated commodity. <laughs> this that's the U.S. law. Yeah. At the time I was commissioner, he started out. Why don't you go do your effing job then? Instead of sitting here, thing we gotta go fight for that. And then uh, you ain't doing your work. Sell on his side, all this. So I walk up. I said, "See, now you're being stupid." And I walked off. Mm-hmm. I understand. I have a question from a, a text question. Mm-hmm. You don't never get these text <laughs> questions. I don't get them too. Um, the board, right? Mm-hmm. Um, board. Did we get that filled out yet? So right now, so there was a question because of my. Okay, you know, I was uh, the, the commissioner of agriculture is on there by virtue of the law and uh, DLCA rep. Uh, both of us were recently moved to new positions and there was a concern that we weren't rightfully on the board uh, because there are new people to be named. Uh, however, there's been, uh, uh, the, the DOJ had been contacted and we are, so the board currently is, we've, and this was recent, we've recently got the feedback that uh, we are, do have a quorum uh, at the time. Uh, though, it, and it's, though it may be skeletal and there are, there are, Two individuals, I think one coming to the pipeline 
right now and uh, awaiting the Senate Rules Committee uh, to come through. So uh, we, we should have a compliment. Uh, myself, would, I will no longer be on the board eventually, and neither will Attorney Evangelista, who is now in well, the Well, he's gone, yes. Right. Right. So, so both of us are going to be off. But currently, we still are make up the quorum, and the board can act. We were stagnant for a few months because the movement, everywhere, so it's sort of like didn't want to take an action that would be contested because of being challenged as being an, uh, a board that's that correctly uh, comprised or constructed. Absolutely, right, right, right. yeah, because, you know, that's always a legal challenge. And, yeah. and, and, and we anticipate even in the execution of, or, or the implementation of, of our law that there are always going to be challenges. There are individuals who don't like our residency clause per component in there. You know, and some things are, you know, and I'm not going to say whether it's a good challenge or bad challenge. They have the right to challenge. Oh. And, you know, we have our courts here and they'll go to that process at the time. Right. And what's the residency clause now? Uh, uh, 10 or 15. Oh, okay. I thought one. originally I, I, it was I, I, five, right? Well, originally when the first one was, was, yeah. was, was actually two. Right. And we were doing it in, in in alignment with what is really received to other states because we didn't want to, we didn't want any backlash. I didn't want any backlash. I didn't want us to roll out something that the feds jump on and say we, we have some unconstitutional things mm-hmm. inside there. You know, because, you know, we want to, but I understand, you know, it's got protection laws, but mm-hmm. in, in the U.S., which we are on the U.S. flag, we've got to be careful in some of those things because we can't be discriminatory. We can't be, you Absolutely. know, because the truth is I can go to a state and after a certain amount of months, I can fully participate in their cannabis industry. Uh, I mean, whether or not I'm successful, mm-hmm. you know, that's another conversation. But, right. you know, as far as the ability to participate, you know. And yeah, I, those are constitutional questions. Uh, based on um, right to association, which means you could go anywhere and do whatever, mm-hmm. and, and and also the um, the dormant commerce clause, mm-hmm. which is not actually a part of the constitution, but the courts have interpreted that there is a commerce commerce clause, and then there's uh, the anticipates to that is the dormant um, oh, okay. commerce clause, but that says that only Congress could regulate uh, commerce. So when you're telling somebody that they can't come here and, (laughs) And, and, you know, think, you know, somebody's going to pop up and and, and issue a challenge at one of those. Under the U.S. flag. Yeah, definitely. You know, But we let the courts take care of that. Right, exactly. Because something we got to forge forward with Mm -hmm. anyway because we want, and it was my interest at the time as a senator, and it appears it continues now that as you know, and we got to give our local, our local elected officials some credit. We understand our, our, our demographics. We, we we are trying to cater to you without being going overboard. In in because you know we have a diverse uh, community here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can you know cut off one section of the community under the U.S. flag. So I I don't think we get credit for wanting to protect our our community that we wanted to. Uh, uh, allow for protect opportunities for our community and i i believe that we ought to sometimes relax and you know i i, I haven't been yeah, the 14 years i haven't been to you know it's hard when you trying your best to and all you get in is root up you you you're just walking going on the street uh-huh. i mean I, I, trying to go to the bakery and somebody ah, and you're like you know wow you know and you don't mind someone trying to explain to the person well what it really is but those individuals usually aren't even interested. You're right. They're setting. The, they, they already made up their mind. You know, they've already made up their mind. What you know, the, the problem, like you said, for for politicians and especially people like you that take on controversial topics, is that they uh, there's a lot of people out there that would always say, "Well, he got 
something to get out of it. And then, you know, this nonsense, you know, it really irks me when, you know, like I said, people do things because I say it's the right thing to do or, or, or it's benefiting the general good. Coming to the end when I was able to take a lot of the criticism and just make light of it. And they were saying, oh, he just want to legalize my wanna because he want to smoke weed. And I'm like, listen, what's wrong with you? If I did have to go to that, I'll do like everybody else and just hide and smoke weed like everybody else has doing it. Right. And I'll just make light of commentary, you know. But yeah, you're right. We're subjected to that. But I know, I know this much, and I can say this without uh, fear of contradiction. There are a lot more people who use marijuana, use cannabis, than, 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 than meets the eye. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, so for when people and even some of my colleagues, I had to put them in check one day because it. Oh, you think the Rastaman the vote positive? You you risking your political career? You know. Oh, da, 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 da. Even while preachers might have been coming attacking on 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 the radio or whatever, their congregation smokes. You know, people in the congregation smokes. You know. You, so, and I'm not trying to knock. You know, that's the idea of normalizing this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a, some fallout reject of society who use cannabis. Cannabis is a commodity that adults can responsibly use, just like wine or uh, liquor. And I, I myself am afraid to say liquor because many adults say responsibly using liquor. But, you know, that can be responsibly used. And to help them unwind, to, to be there down, to be there up, to be whatever. And and we're saying here with this whole cannabis industry, besides the, the health dispute, which is indisputable. Mm-hmm. You know, the health thing is, there's no argument there. Anybody who says that there is no health benefit out of cannabis is in another world somewhere else. Well, when you look at the statistics, um, you know, we have a population, you know, here, a vocal population or vocal segment of the community that is not in sync, I think, with the way the society is evolving. Something, there's some studies, something like 60% nationally of uh, people under 25 either smoke marijuana or have tried it. In the Virgin Islands, I dare say that's most closer to 80, probably even higher, you know. So that's a, a, a population that's, if, you know, they, they, 10 years from now, they're going to be 35 and 20 years. So, you know, what I'm saying is soon we're going to have a majority of people in the Virgin Islands who who have either who either smoke it or have smoked it. So you you got to understand where the trend is going. And and you can't want to maintain some that you know a, a, a thing from 1950 but, when we live in, in, let two, me, in let 2023. Let me add this. Let's put it all on young people. What has also happened? Boomers have also retired now, so they can get back to what they were doing. Well, with, it's 60 percent with them then, not, not 90. <laughs> because remember, no, because remember they were a lot of them were cannabis users who Hippies. because went into tried to straighten up just to hold on to the job or whatever. But now that their careers are done, now that the law has changed, they're going right back to it because uh, hey, oh, they've had to be closet smokers. Closet, they had to have all their uh, whether it's a golden seal and uh-huh. all, all <laughs> but 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 back to DC uh, positive them candles with them grow rooms who afforded uh, those candles exactly high end executives you know what helped us uh, to win over some of the delegation when we went to you know on this tour to see what this thing would look when when we sat there with lawyers and 
big people who were representing and they sat down there meeting with us and while they meeting with us they sat down there they, they roll and join and we, we meet we in the meeting you know, and, they, yeah. and they do you mind and you know and, and they, they puff in and, and the conversation did not get stupid all of a sudden the conversation didn't get like oh dog dude you know mm-hmm. it was real high level conversation mm-hmm. still and I think when people are, can realize that and when more of the people start to do the me too when Dr. Sanjay Gupta can go up there and say hey listen I'm a doctor and I'm telling you that you know you gotta really look at this because it's it's like now people with credentials are admitting yes. whether their use or their you know familiarity with it, and that that helps to erase some of these old um, uh, m- m- uh, marijuana madness, old 1930s, 1940s, 1950s things, and you know I, I I dare say that the Virgin Islands has a good opportunity in it, and it's a it's a, it's a, economically it can change, socially it can change. It's a, it's a eco-social type or real it's a big thing mm. and and uh, what's you're seeing new millionaires pop up now in america because of this yeah young millionaires are popping up with in america because of this and it's not just limited to uh already wealthy families all right mm. so i just want to thank you for the opportunity let the people be rest assured that this governor is seriously interested in pushing forward with getting this industry going uh the early part of next year we should see some things rolling rolling out and uh i'm very interested in actually having some signature events even to just jump off and to build a hype around it because uh you know there's some interesting things in the virgin islands i'd like to see i agree with you 100 and, and you know I, I appreciate the efforts that you remember when this bill was first passed i was on the show here with devil and one of the first things he read about he read it and one of the first things i said was thank you governor brian for um for passing the the, the bill and you know i I saw him personally afterwards and thanked him and um actually he was on the radio with us he he was on he had called in but um you know i I think it took a lot of guts on his part twice Uh, yes and i really appreciate your the efforts of yourself and some of the other senators that voted for it and you know we got to remember we got to do the right thing all the time uh so thank you very much uh senator uh for this and uh, once again it's been analyzed this and you know um r.i.p to robert moorhead like yeah, i said our hearts ache for him and yeah, his family thank you for for the opportunity attorney henry and i wish never well and i'll see you when i see you absolutely yes i want that very okay well Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry. And the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the Complex CTCE Hospitality Program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. 
CMC Arts 2010 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org events.